0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the rip tour podcast i am your tour guide tim welcome back seems like it's been forever but we are here and ready to go and get this season kicked off very strongly and i can't do that by myself i need my fellow tour guides with me so welcome aboard
1: luke how you been buddy hey good morning i'm doing good you know just out here i thought we i thought we lost you there it's cold outside (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I lost
0: him. <laughs> I thought I did because you just weren't answering. Oh. Maybe the cold just got you so badly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what happened. My fingers are frozen. All
2: right, and then we have our buddy Ash. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. What's going on, everybody? Um, like I said, just braving, braving the cold down here in florida i think you all you guys know i was in buffalo this time last year so the cold up there negative temperatures lake effect snow so yes nice and warm down here for me today (laughs) no thanks do you miss that at all i mean the only thing i really miss would be the fall i would say same yeah and i think with the snow and the cold i don't mind it for maybe christmas eve christmas day and the day after and then just stop not for (laughs) not for five months you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, gets, it gets bad up there. I mean, yeah. I'm originally from New York, too, and I honestly do not miss the
1: snow yep.
0: at all. Well, anyway, we have decided to start a new thing on our podcast, and we wanted to bring on super fans of Halloween Horror Nights and horror. We want you know people that are just as passionate as we are since we do this podcast. And what way to start this, uh, this program, I guess, or segment off than having a very special guest today. Mm-hmm. So let me introduce to you. We have Ali Beamer, who is part of the PR team at Universal Orlando Resort. Allie, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you so much for having me, Tim, Luke, Ash. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here.
0: Well, we are very excited that you very are Very excited, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank
3: you. And I'm glad to hear you all are trying to stay warm like I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's,
0: it's, it, yeah, I mean, you, you live in Florida for this long, or if you're you know, born and raised here, uh, like some of us, it, it, I don't care. It still gets tough to get used to this cold weather.
3: Absolutely. I'm from Tampa. So I'm, I am a natural Floridian. I'm a born and raised Floridian. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I'm definitely not used to this. (laughs) So, so
0: this is bad. This is bad for you. Have you ever been like, you know, weather up North, you know, obviously me and and me and Ash have lived in New York, but like, have you ever been anywhere where you've seen snow and that cold?
3: Oh, absolutely. I've, um, I went, actually fun fact about me. I performed in the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving day parade in 2008 Um, and that was, I mean, there was no snow, but it was 32 degrees and I only had like a leotard on and I was was freezing cold. I don't think I've ever... Cold like that in my life, but I have seen snow. I I have uh, relatives in Carolina and Iowa, so I've seen snow and and love it. Okay, you know, visiting it, but not living in it.
0: (laughs) That's cool. I totally get that. And I can attest to that. I've actually only been, it's really crazy, living in New York and I lived very close to New York City. um, Oh, cool. That I only went to the Macy's Day Parade once in my lifetime. And I'll never do it again because I cannot believe how cold it was. The (laughs) wind was so bad. Like, I don't know how performers were performing. I don't know how, like, some of the musicians were even holding their instruments and playing. It was so brutal.
3: Yeah, I probably won't ever do it again. I love just watching it on TV (laughs) and enjoying my, you know, morning breakfast watching
2: it it on. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're a one and done. But that's just a real, real cool experience, though, to get to do that anyway. For yeah
3: sure. no it was a it was a memorable time, but i all I remember is my hands being completely frozen, and um you know it was really cool to see it you know happen in real time but yeah i'm i'm good i'm good
1: yes.
0: <laughs> i think I think maybe if it was a warmer day, you might say you'd do it again,
3: yeah, if it was like a couple of years ago where it was in like the fifties, sure yes. you know exactly. but it was yeah. really cold. I know this past year, so I'm I'm good.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, else. Allie. I, I don't know if if you can answer this. If you can, that'd be great. But can you tell us, like, basically, what your role at the company is and kind of like maybe your day to day duties? At, yeah. At the PR.
3: Yeah. Sure. Um, so I'm currently with the PR team, um, and basically our job is to. Uh, have the media discuss us and cover us. So uh, we're our whole responsibilities are to get coverage for whatever it is, you know, the destination as a whole, as Universal Orlando Resort, a new restaurant opening, a new food offering, and of course, Halloween Horror Nights. So, um, of course, that's one of the things that, you know, I'm constantly thinking about is, you know, how can we as a PR team continue to spread the love and uh, get reporters across the entire world, not just locally and and in the US. But internationally to um, cover an event like Halloween Horror Nights, so that's just kind of a little bit about what I do. Um, but it's it's a really it's a really great time. I've been I've been at Universal for eight years now, and um, I started as an intern in the marketing department, and I moved over full time after college. Um, But before that, I applied three or four times to get an internship at Universal. So if anybody out there wants to get an internship, be persistent. It's pretty, you know, I guess intense, the process. um, I know firsthand. But um, and then the year after I was in marketing, I moved over to the PR team. So I've been there ever since.
2: That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What a journey.
3: Yeah, Yeah. it was, it was a, it was a really, I mean, it taught me a lot and Universal Orlando is a great place to work. I, you know, I think, I mean, of course, with everything we have to offer, um, it's just something, there's something new to work on every day. (laughs) So really lucky that uh, I've been able to start and have a really long and fruitful career there. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. Before we get into like questions and getting into it, Um, we, we have, we have discovered something on you, Allie.
3: Oh gosh. (laughs) No, no, no,
0: no, no. I think this this (laughs) is pretty incredible and I'm going to let Ash get into this with you, but I I have, I'll, I'll have a very important question
2: at the end of this. Oh, wow. Please take this over.
3: The suspense is killing me.
2: (laughs) Oh, so, so basically this is something we would, we, we were just dying to ask. So even with not getting you on the show, like. For the prior previous years, it's something we always put like to each other, oh my God, have you seen this? This is unbelievable. But we are going to get into the questions, but I do want to go over something first, which is something I would say that is a legend in like the haunt community. And I think this will be a nice segue into the questions. And it is, Ali, your unbelievable Halloween decor. Displays, for lack of a better term, I, f- I feel like I'd be insulting you calling them decorations. Oh. But uh, <laughs> so, I c- some I can remember. Um I think the most recent one was like the Egyptian tomb right yeah. outside, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I can remember the uh, the virus kind of outbreak one. We had a TV in the yard too.
3: Yes, uh, and
2: one like a graveyard that was, you know, that like graveyard with a skeleton on the screen. So can can you give us an insight to maybe how long you've been doing this, what kind of themes you've done, how long it takes, because these are Unbelievable, really are.
3: (laughs) That's really sweet of you. Um, (laughs) I, um, I mean, again, my husband and I are huge horror fans, and I think um, you know from the very beginning when we got married and we were like, you know what? When we look for a house and we when we buy a house, the first thing we want to do is we want to do something you know, for Halloween, we're huge into Halloween, we always have been, I remember growing up, and I remember there was a house right around the corner from where I lived. And they always did something like huge, you know, whether it be like a walkthrough experience, or whether it just be you go up and get your candy from this guy that's just sitting there. And you think he's a statue, and there's all these things around you. And he freaks you out at the very end. Um, I always thought to myself, I really want to do that when I have a house one day. So, when we bought our house um, in 2017, we were like, okay, we're going to be the crazy Halloween people in the (laughs) neighborhood. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, But I, I think it's evolved for us over the years because, you know, my husband and I have really tried to learn carpentry. We've tried to learn, like, you know, all the ways to. Um, form like molds and form different, um, diff- just use different materials to create um, just some of the aesthetics that we bring to life. So um, our first year was um, kind of like this. Uh, it was based on kind of Scarecrow the Reaping. That was my favorite haunted house in 2017. So I kind of not, not base it off of a Horror Nights house, but I get very inspired by mm-hmm. going through these houses at Horror Nights, and I say, okay, well maybe we could do. Our our own little unique spin on that. So my husband had a, um, a 66 Mustang at the time, and we kind of put it in the yard and we were like, you know, what if there was a like broadcast from night of the living dead, the old, like the, you know, 1950s, I think, um, movie. And we had it, it basically, I, I guess, go- careening into a you know, scarecrow field with corn stalks and a barn. And, you know, that was kind of where we started. And then the next year was the radioactive theme because there was, you know, uh, dead exposure patient zero that year yep. at, uh, at Horror Nights. So yeah, if you could see a theme here, I really I really <laughs> look at HHN a lot for inspiration. Um, but then the following year, we expanded on the kind of barn type of theme. And one of my, my husband's favorite house uh, in, um, I think, 2019 was Pumpkin Guts, and, well, it was Slaughter Cinema, but Pumpkin Guts was part of that. So we kind of nice. wanted to expand on that. And then in uh, wow. 2020, we were like, I mean, Graveyard Games was one that we loved the previous year. Of course, Halloween Horror Nights didn't happen that year. But we were like, there's a lot of organic material that we can pull from, you know, leaves to vines to, you know, really anything we can think of, you know, to make this graveyard seem really organic in nature. So we did that. And we also started to carve out of, um, you know, polystyrene too. We created a lot of tombstones out of polystyrene. Some of them had our favorite, you know, um, horror characters like Arthur Bay from the Boris Karloff Mummy. That's one of my favorite horror films. So we added that in there. Um, and then this this year, um, I will probably tell you this as part of, you know, this interview. The, the 1999 Mummy is my all-time favorite movie. So, I, I mean, I watch it probably once every other month at least if not more (laughs) um so that's my favorite movie of all time so I was like you know what I'd really love to do an Egyptian theme if you see my background right now like I have a ton of Egyptian artifacts and I kept looking at those like could we do yeah like could we do something that is Egyptian themed um and then we just started playing with okay let's just get those you know um like those, those just foam styrofoam insulation boards from Home Depot and just create, you know, um, just create some hieroglyphs from that with a Dremel and, you know, start just carving things out and, you know, making a, you know, we also made a, like a, I guess an entrance way with, you know, that was looking like stone. We, I mean, again, we do a lot of research just to see like what other people do in their home haunts. And it's just incredible. I mean, we're like, you know, we just got to, we got to, you know, learn some of these uh, tips and tricks in order to make our home haunt fun. So it's been like an evolution over the years, but it's something super fun that we get to do outside of our day to day. And we usually start thinking about what we want to do, like the day after Halloween. Not going (laughs) to lie. (laughs) Like my husband... <laughs> yeah, my right. husband will come to me and be like, uh, what is the theme next year on November 1st? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: See, so God.
0: you're you're basically like HHN at home because you're you're constantly thinking about this all the time.
3: Well, yeah. And I also look at like, I'm really lucky where sometimes I, you know, for, for research purposes only, I'm able to go into some of the haunted houses prior to the event starting. And, you know, I get to te- like feel the texture, I get to ask these questions, you know, that yeah. a lot of times you can ask on the art, you know, on the, um, you know, on the Unmasking the Horror Tour, you know, or things like that. But, you I, I just kind of ask these questions because I really want to know about the construction and, you know, what really brings this to life. And I try to take some of those key learnings and put them into our little haunt for one night. That's
0: <laughs> so, incredible. Wow. All right. Yeah. I, I, I have questions.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, I,
0: like, I know my own self. I'm mechanically challenged. And I have, (laughs) I am very vocal about telling everybody that, that, you know, I could, I can't do anything (laughs) when it comes to that kind of stuff. So have you always been good, I, I guess, with your hands, like craft wise and, and like construction, if you will, that kind of stuff? Or is it something that's like you, you just like said, I need to learn to do this. And, you know, watching YouTube videos, you know, just like you said, even walking through, you know, a house beforehand, just to see like how they kind of put things together. So like, how, how did it get to this? (laughs)
3: Well, I'm not going to lie. If you look at our first year, you know, in 2017, my husband and I were not like we were literally just making things up as we went. So like the fence in the front yard that we created, quote unquote, was just broken off two by fours because we really we didn't have much equipment to really, again, create a fence or, you know, do anything like that. So Again, my I will I will say I'm the idea gal, and, and I also I also am like okay, you know I'll paint, I'll you know texture, <laughs> I'll I'll do that. Um, but my husband is really again he's I mean he works in production and he is so creative. You know nice. I really lean on him a lot. In terms of saying, okay, well, we could do this with this type of material, or we could do that and create this type of design. So um yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, two minds kind of coming together and saying, well, what about this? He's very much in the granular details. And I'm about big picture. Like, mm. what is what is the trick? What is the trick or treater going to come in and see when they first walk in? Who's giving out the candy? What are the you know, who are the people that are scaring these trick or treaters? And he's really about like okay this prop should go over here or you know what i mean like it's it's really a a team effort that we really enjoy just as something fun to do throughout the year um but yeah and a lot of it was just us just looking up on youtube what these other home haunts do and you know my husband will say okay well let me try this technique on this extra piece of foam that i have and and see what happens so it's a lot of trial and error a lot of research um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I try to just be as creative as possible, and and have my husband say, okay, well, you know, let's paint this this color, and I'm like, okay, that's perfectly fine because I can't use a Dremel nor <laughs> use a saw, and he can do that. So, <laughs> yeah, Little it's a partnership.
0: Little did you realize that this interview has, has nothing to do with you Universal. No. We were going to talk about your driveway the entire time.
3: Well, I, I love that because I, I mean, we put, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's just something fun that we got to do and it's evolved over the years. And I, I really appreciate you looking into that because I just put it up for fun. And I, you know, I'm not, we only do it one night a year. It's only on Halloween. So um, oh my it's more god. So, yeah, it's only for one night, but um, it's so, a, it's a whole day production, which I really uh, love. I look forward to it every year.
0: Sorry, boys, I keep having like loaded questions here. So jump <laughs> no, in at, <laughs> jump, jump in at any time if you have questions. But so how? So let's let's go with the with the last one you put together, the the mummy themed sure. one. So how okay. long did it take? How long did it actually take you to put that together?
3: So we started construction in May. And Holy cow. Yeah. Um, but here's but I will say this. It's not, I, I will say this is a caveat. It's not us working on it every single day. That's yeah. again, okay. we have okay. Fair enough. we're we're both working, you know, my husband travels a lot for work. Um, you know, and and a lot of times when we get weekends together, which again maybe once a month, that's what we do a lot of times, you know. So it's one of those things where we have to plan ahead because we know we're gonna be very busy with other things in our lives, you know. So uh, it sounds very it sounds like we are you know using a lot of time beforehand, but it's us just really figuring out scheduling and and trying to make it work and and happen before you know October. October is really a lot of the times where the heavy lifting comes into place. yeah gotcha. um, like I I take off the full week of Halloween each year from work because I'm like, you know what? like we're gonna need, a lot that's of that awesome. time to help, you know, put the, all this stuff together. And, and yeah, it, it's just, again, it, it's a labor of love for sure. <laughs> that's,
0: that's awesome. Okay. So Yay. this, kind of, this really reminds me of my childhood. Sorry, Luke, I, I, the questions are just coming. Up. Yeah, you're <laughs> no, you're okay. This reminds me of my, ch- my childhood. And I've explained this to these guys. So growing up in New York, um, you know when you see the movies, like anytime you're watching something that to do that like has to do with Halloween, and you're you're watching neighborhoods where all the kids are just everywhere trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's how it was. That's how it was for me growing up where I lived in New York. I love that. So it it, it like where I am here in Florida, it kind of saddens me because it's not like that.
3: Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: At all. So I guess my question to you is, you know, did you have a similar childhood that was like that? And in your current neighborhood. How the neighbors feel about all this?
3: <laughs> well, it was like that for me growing up. That's really why I loved Halloween so much was because, you know, it was a whole, it was an event. Everybody was out starting at like 5 or 5.30. You know, yes, we started trick-or-treating yes. at that time. And, you know, I would basically get sacks of candy, go back to my house, unload and then go back out for more. You know, that was that was that was the tradition, you know, and if and if we were going to go to another neighborhood, my mom or my either my mom or my dad, whoever was handing out candy at our house, they would offer to drive me and my friends over to a far off neighborhood where we would just they would park. You know, my mom or my dad would park in the front of the neighborhood and we would just go to hit all the houses, you know, and get all of our candy and then come back and then go back home, you know? So it was a big deal, you know, in my neighborhood growing up. So I really have fond memories of that in my neighborhood now. (laughs) Um, I will say, I, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn or anything, but I was told from the neighbors that before we got there, our cul-de-sac had no trick or treaters at all. Um, maybe one or two. You know, and that really saddens me because I'm like, you know, what? I, I loved Halloween growing up. That was like a rite of passage as a kid—is trick or treating. You know, I so agree. yes. Um, so I thought, okay, well, maybe this display will help, or do something different, or you know, maybe the neighbors will think we're crazy. I don't know, you know, <laughs> but. Um, some of them do, which is totally fine, you know, whatever, <laughs> but I, it doesn't bother me, but I, um, a lot of the neighbors have come up, you know, throughout the years, you know, some of the little kids even have said, I remember when you did the radioactive theme and I remember Aww. when you did the pumpkin theme, like that. Oh my gosh, that was a compliment we got this year at, you know, our display this year was there was one kid that said, I love this display. You know, what about what you did a couple years ago? Like he remembered that and he's like (laughs) 10, you know? Yeah.
0: That's incredible.
3: Yeah. So I think that's, what's really special is I'm going to be the house that the kids growing up in my neighborhood will remember. Like I, I had houses that I remember growing up, you know, so just kind of, again, I guess sharing the fun of Halloween and and sharing that horror is fun and exciting, you know, and really cool, you know, to these kids, trick or treaters and to the parents. I think that's what's super special. And that's a lot of times why we do it is because it's one, it's fun for us and it's also fun for the trick or treaters. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead no, I was just going to say, like, Ali's house is definitely the house,
2: like, everybody starts talking about. And they're like,
0: did you oh, go yeah. to that house yet? Did you go to that house yet?
2: <laughs> but, 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 but even but even on social media, I mean, we every time the video drops, we're, we're all talking to each other in our groups. Right? Like, oh, my God, have you seen this? And then everybody shares, like, this is unbelievable, things like that. But, I mean, yeah, I'm a big believer. Obviously, you, you get out what you put in and the effort you put into that is just unreal. I think people do react to it very, very well. What I want to do as well, Tim, is obviously I'm going to link link these videos as well. I'll, I'll go back and find them and then link these in the um show notes. Because if you, have, you haven't seen Ali's displays, you, you're missing out. So I will link those as well. Yeah, we'll send them out. Everybody
0: needs to see them because they're incredible.
2: Oh, amazing.
3: Thank you. And there's, there's so many incredible like home haunts around Orlando, like I mean, again, you know, it's super fun to kind of see what everybody puts together. You know, like I, I don't know. I just think Halloween is for fun, and we all need to have you know that in mind. With you know, like we have, to, we need to have a little fun in our lives. You know, and that's that's a real bright spot for me. And I know for a lot of us horror fans, you know,
0: yeah, hundred percent awesome. I love it. Okay, sorry, sorry we derailed. But does <laughs> end, Luke, Luke? I know. I I, I, do you have questions?
1: Oh, no, you guys already actually talked about it because I was going to say, like, okay, I'm just how it, sure. it, it you can inspire the kids around the neighborhood and whatnot, but you guys yeah. already covered See, it.
0: See, I love that because it just reminds me of my childhood. I so there was this very similar thing, there was a house um, kind of in my neighborhood, just a couple streets over. Um, where I live, there was a lot of streets that just connected to each other, and we would definitely go to this one. So they put on their own haunted house, but the thing is, you couldn't get the candy until you went through the ha- through the haunted mm-hmm. house because you got it because yeah. you got it at the end. And I just remember like the first time walking through it, that I was so scared, <laughs> and I'm like, I just want the candy, I just want the candy. Yeah, and you ne-
3: you, but you never, but you never forget that, you know?
0: No, no, like, that's and,
3: really special.
0: And just like you said, I think that like be like because. Most of us have had that kind of childhood, especially all of the Halloween and horror, you know, fanatics. I think we all probably have some kind of similar experience, you know, from our childhood that has led us to where we are in our love for Halloween and horror and all that kind of stuff. So seriously, good job. I like I I, I want to come to your house next year just to see. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Please do. All are welcome. I'll give you extra candy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> see, I,
0: and you don't have you don't have to say it. But do you have your, do you have your theme for, for this year?
3: We, okay. I, maybe, (laughs) maybe maybe this is a focus group where I can, I guess, bring my idea to the table and you can tell me what you think. I was thinking, okay, I'm, I'm back and forth. My husband and I are back and forth in between two ideas. One is that we expand on the Egyptian theme. We have a lot of props from it. I, you know, I think now, especially, you know, and here's the other thing too: we save all of our props from every single year. We don't throw anything away, so our attic is a hundred percent full. It's all Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and, maybe, <laughs> and maybe Christmas in the corner. You know, like it's all <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have that idea of like, okay, maybe we expand on this Egyptian theme and add more panels, you know, and add more hieroglyphs and, and props and things like that. And then the other one that we, again, this is not confirmed. Maybe I, this is an exclusive <laughs> for you guys. But um, and we're thinking about doing an abandoned mineshaft.
1: Oh, um, and
3: doing like a, like a Tommy knockers type of theme where, you know, there are these little, if you've ever heard of Tommy knockers, they're like little creatures that hide in mines and, and cause trouble and, you know, and kill miners, you know, really cute things. Um, and I think we're trying to find like, should we do that? We have the ability now where I think we could carve rock work out, but I'm trying to find like a balance of like not killing. Cause again, this is not cheap. Like doing what we do is not cheap. You know, we carve out an amount of our, you know, yearly budget, you know, like if you can imagine yearly budget for doing this. So I'm trying to find a balance of like, was the Egyptian theme a really big hit? Should we expand on that? Or should we do something new because we've done something new every year? So this is my focus group. What do you guys think?
0: Okay. I have thoughts.
3: Okay. Please (laughs) tell me. Okay.
0: So I think it really depends on your budget.
3: Sure.
0: If I had to pick right now, like if I had to say, hey, you should go th- with this with, it, with nothing involved, budget, whatever, I would say the Tommyknockers theme and the mind Shaft. So I know you're going to repurpose everything, and I'm sure you do that every year with props and stuff. But I guess my question is, do you want to repeat? from last year or do you want to make it original again like do you want to keep changing it up i guess that's i guess that's the, the question you know maybe is it a time constraint is it a budget constraint um where you just you know you're like all right i know what to do with the egyptian and the mummy theme and we can just add on it and make it even better or are you just like you know what no we'll we'll come back to that another year because i want to do something original i don't i that probably doesn't help it probably made it worse <laughs> but i'm voting for the mind Shaft and the tommy knockers
3: okay Cool,
1: Luke. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards that. And if not, you could always do like a little, a little collab of both would be cool. Like an abandoned Egyptian tomb that miners were in. There's always that. But I, yeah, I'm leaning more towards the Tommyknockers because that you can never go wrong with spooky mines. Always scary. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's true, Ash. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I think I'm I'm thinking the same. Maybe maybe like a fresh idea for lack of a better term but um you you did the egyptian one you knocked that out of the park so even if you took that and like you said expanded on it uh i can see but you, you you're gonna nail both of them either way oh well i'm not saying it's between these two because we don't know yet um but yeah i think i'm leaning more towards the the kind of abandoned shaft more of a like a new a new idea um but yeah
3: well, this is a great focus group guys thank you <laughs>
2: Tweet it to him, Exclusive. We're doing the I <laughs> 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 thank you. All right, all right.
0: Well, thank. I seriously thank you for sharing that with us. We we honestly we love your 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 decorations and and, and, oh, and awesome. the theming and that you put into it. It's just it's really amazing. You could tell that it's just a labor of love. So, no,
3: mm-hmm. thank you. We really do love it. It's fun. Yeah.
0: All right. So should we get into questions? Should we get into the nitty gritty yeah, of this? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. The meat and potatoes of it. Yep. So we're all going to take turns shooting questions at you, Allie. So here, <laughs> okay. here we go. Luke, you are starting us.
1: Oh, man. Okay. So question number one. I know we kind of went over it earlier, but can you give us like a brief description of your journey with Universal?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, so... I, uh, I started as an intern in the marketing department, and then I um, moved over to the marketing team. I was an intern on the marketing team, and then I became full-time shortly after graduation. So I was really lucky to able to land a job at Universal right outside of, of college, and then I moved over to um, the PR team shortly after that. And on the PR team, I've gotten to do some really cool things, you know, from attraction openings to, you know, the revamp of City Walk to, you know, oh, any really, there's been so many amazing things that we've opened uh, since I started in 2014. So I, I've been there for eight years. So the, the destination has really changed over that time. And I'm, I'm really lucky just to be, have been a part of it. And of Mm -hmm. course, you know, I've worked on Halloween Horror Night several times and it's always just stuff. I mean, again, I'm a I'm a fan and also a team member. So as soon as, you know, we announce something or as soon as the event starts, I'm just as giddy as all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. So I think it's it's just one of those things where, you know, it's kind of like you work and you play. But it happens to be at the same place and the same time, and it's really special. So, oh, so awesome. oh,
1: yeah, makes your daily job a lot more bearable compared to others.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sure, For yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, would you ever consider creative?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just because of your just because of your driveways, I'm just curious. I, if you can, I, if you can't I, answer that, that's okay.
3: No. I'm going to be honest, I I love public relations. I mean, I have a, you know, I have a marketing degree. But when I started public relations, you know, about seven years ago, I I just fell in love with the fact that I get to speak to media about our amazing destination. And I get to um, really just influence, you know, and, and have build relationships with a lot of wonderful people like you guys, you know, so I think it's just one of those things where PR is kind of, my bread and butter. And that's where I thrive in terms of my professional life. And mm-hmm. I also have my accreditation in PR too. Nice. So okay. Fair enough. It, awesome. it's just, yeah, it's ba- my PR is my path, but you know, who knows? Okay.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, just a random question and a thought.
3: <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> All right.
0: Next question. We know you're an HHN addict, but can you give us a brief description of your relationship with HHN across the years?
3: Yeah. um, So I started coming to HHN in 21, uh, year 21 with Lady Luck. So uh, my boyfriend, now husband at the time, brought me. He was a big HHN fan. And I'm from Tampa. So we have a really big haunt event down there already. So I had been going to that haunt event for years. And he, of course, I kind of always not stayed away from HHN, but I always thought it was going to be way more intense, just based on what I've heard. And I just remember going into the thing I remember the most about that year was going into the year Luck Has Run Out Scare Zone and in Sting Alley. And, you know, seeing the, like, the Jekyll and Hyde type of storyline of Lady Luck was so cool. Um, and I I just thought okay, all of this is purposeful, there's a purpose behind these characters and behind the props where they are and and there's just a sense of purpose with everything that is brought to the table, you know like, I also, you know, that year I think it was the year where the Forsaken house was there too, Yeah. and um, seeing those masks with those light up eyes from those sailors that were sunk in the sunken ship and like also walking on a walkway that was tilted that wasn't straight like, those are the things that you kind of that I mean, that stood out to me anyway. That I was kind of like, wow, this is something truly special, you know. So, every year since then, I, I came to the event and I started working at the park uh, in 2014. So, I was able to kind of start working on HHN in the marketing team in some capacity at that point. And that was super fun because I got to see a lot of the behind the scenes and inner workings where a lot of people don't really know how much goes into HHN. We talk about HHN all year. You know, so I think it's just one of those things that, you know, I really didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. And, and now I knew. And then, of course, going into the PR team, there's also a, a, an extra layer of, you know, planning and, and execution and things like that. So um, but I, again, I've really just had an amazing time working on the event and, and getting to be a fan along with everybody else. That's that's been the, the really fun part over the years, too.
2: Yeah, I think that's a, such an amazing event to start with. I think twenty one is one of my favorite events of all time. Uh, some of my yeah. favorite favorite mazes like Souls and Steam, like you said, the For- Forsaken, Blood and Guts, um, and add as, as the scares on in New York Acid Assault uh, yes. was one of my one of my favorites too. So that that's a re- that's a real. Um, so you're not you're not really getting your feet wet there. You are going into like one of the, uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest events they've ever mm-hmm. put on. So that's that's awesome.
1: I'm so sad because yeah. that was supposed to be my first year, and then I didn't end up going till twenty four. I was like, dang. I missed a
2: good year. <laughs> it was very good, yeah. Awesome. So in in terms of HHN, Ali, have you always been a fan of horror or did it start with going to haunt events? So
3: my parents grew up in the Exorcist generation where they went to the Exorcist uh, in theaters and they were scared to death and never wanted to see another horror movie again. <laughs> so uh, I didn't really have any horror influences around my house at all. Uh, One mistake my mom made growing up was her friend loaned her the VHS tape of the 1999 mummy. And she was like, and I was really into Egypt at the time, like outside of that. Like, I mean, again, one of my dreams in life is to go to Egypt and and go to the tombs and go to Abu Simbel and, and all these amazing places over there. So I and she was thinking, OK, well, th- th- there's some action and adventure here, but there's also some Egyptian themes and mummies like maybe she would love that. And sure enough, there was a lot of horror themes, which she didn't expect because you couldn't go on Google and look up, you know, if there were any horror elements for children back in the day. You just had to kind of guess. Um, so I watched that. And just again, it's, it's kind of an, uh, you know, an amalgamation of horror and uh, action and adventure. But I absolutely loved this movie. Like, I wore the VHS tape out. Like, the, I mean, again, it was <laughs> in shambles by the time, like, a few years had passed because I had watched it so much. So, that was kind of my first, like, taste of horror. And then um, when I met my husband, you know, I guess boyfriend at the time, he was really into horror movies. So, he, Creature from the Black Lagoon, is his favorite horror movie of all time. Um, all right. Yeah, huge, huge fan of Creature. And then also, you know, he introduced me to The Thing and to The Shining and all of these different movies that he really loved, like Night of the Living Dead, like all of these, you know, Psycho, all of these like classic horror movies as well that are really just influential to the genre that I never seen, you know, and I fell in love with because I was like, you know what, this is these are great stories on top mm-hmm. of just you being scared. They're incredible pieces of movie making history. So oh, yeah. that was, that was really fun. Um, and yeah, I just kind of got hooked on that ever since. So I, I watch horror movies pretty regularly and you know, I, I just, I really enjoy them and I, I hope everybody else gives them a chance too, because they're not just a way to scare you. They're, they're yeah. really great stories at mm-hmm. the end of the day.
1: Oh my tip. gosh. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue into question number four, because what horror movie sparked your love for horror? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There's
3: so many, but yes, the mummy for sure. The mummy was the spark, but I think the inferno came when the shining was shown to me. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Like the mummy was great because it had like, it didn't throw me in completely. Like it didn't dunk me into the dunk tank completely. It just, it said, okay, this is, these are some really scary elements in here. And then, you know, that was really cool. And then The Shining was like, you were terrified the entire time because you didn't know what was going to happen. Um, that was really cool. And, and, you know, I love that movie still. I think it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've, to many people as well. Mm-hmm. Um And then I'm a big Universal Monsters fan too. Um, After that, of course, you know, it was one of the first horror movies I watched with my now husband was The Creature from the Black Lagoon because that was his favorite movie And I was like, okay, what, there's more, like, I want more of these, there's a series of these, let's, let's look at more of them. So um, yeah, I'm a big, huge fan of all the monsters. um, And uh, the mummy specifically, of course, for obvious reasons. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, so there's a lot along the way. But also one that I really love too. that's kind of not really talked about in the horror genre is Cabin in the Woods.
1: Oh my gosh! That's, yes, yeah, I love that. we love. Yeah. That I movie.
3: love. I love Cabin in the Woods.
1: Yeah,
3: um, and it's because it kind of turns horror on its head a little bit. Like you have mm-hmm. these incredible actors. You have like basically somebody pulling the strings behind the scenes. You know, it, like it definitely doesn't take itself too seriously. So, oh yeah. I was like – I mean, that's still, again, one of my favorite horror movies as well. But a lot mm-hmm. of – that's a sleeper hit that a lot of people don't think of when they think of horror movies. Like, that's one of, definitely one of my favorites um, that I saw when it came out and still to this day. So there were a lot of movies that I really just enjoyed. But I think, you know, The Shining and The Mummy for sure kind of started it all.
1: Awesome. awesome. Great awesome. choices for sure. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So did you have a This Event is for Me moment? while attending HHN?
3: Absolutely. It was the, uh, yeah, it was the luck is your run, your luck is run out scare zone um, with Lady Luck. Because again, she was a very, you know, influential female female figure. She was the icon that year. So, uh, and also Sting Alley, you know, was really cool. I had gone to, you know, Universal pretty much my entire childhood, you know, on and off. Like I'd go to Grad Bash and I would go to all these other events that were there. Like, you know, But I had never gone to Horror Nights up until that point. And I don't know why I remember that so vividly. But I think it was the fact that there was such a purpose behind everything they were doing. There was very big cultural and horror references with Lady Luck, like Jekyll and Hyde. You know, And, and there was also, mm-hmm. like, the details were off the charts. Like, everything, every house they had been into, the details just like blew me away. Um, so I think, you know, that year specifically really drew me in as a fan to say, this is really something special, you know? And, and plus, I think, you know, as the years went on, the fact that we were uh, allowed to bring intellectual properties, you know, and what they call IP to the event. Um, that's something that again, nobody else is really doing right now. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think that's what makes our event really special is that we're able to kind of, you know, divide and conquer in terms of bringing these original ideas to life, but also, you know, bringing these intellectual properties and all of those environments that you've seen in in film and TV shows to life too. So I definitely say, yeah, I say a lot of those, um, you know, year 21, a lot of those houses and and scare zones, just the details just brought me in. And and I was like, yep, this is definitely my people.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. And then if, if you're able to answer this one, um, what is your favorite year you have attended and why?
3: Oh God, (laughs) (laughs) there's so many. Um, and there's so, and also like, I will say my favorite houses like span over many years too. Mm -hmm. Like that's so hard. Um, I will say it's probably a different answer than a lot of people are expecting. Everybody has their favorite year. Right. But like for me, this one was particularly special. Because um, it was the last year that we had before the pandemic, which was 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I I will, you know, remember really fondly because, you know, one, it had Universal Monsters. That was one of my favorite houses of all time during yep. that one. Um, it had incredible, like, it had incredible original content houses. Graveyard Games, that was literally the oh, house yes. that I was like, wow, this yep. is so viscerally beautiful. I have to replicate this in some minuscule way in front of my house. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, so there was a lot of really great things that happened that year. And I, I really look back at that year really fondly just because it, you know, it was the really great year. One. And two, um, it had a lot of just incredible elements to it. Like the, everything was heightened, you know, and, and really yeah. there was a lot of like, if you go into the stranger things house, a lot, a lot of people, you know, they were over stranger things because it'd been there for a couple of years. But if you go into that last room where that huge Demogorgon was, you know, oh, like yeah. that was incredible, you know, like you can, I think at that point I thought, wow, Aj Ten has really reached another level with just, how detailed everything is really what you can pull off, you know, and also the scares too. the us house scared, scared me. And I really don't get scared super easy, but, um, that was really scary. Yeti terror of the Yukon also
1: horrifying. Yeah. I love it. I never ran so much. (laughs) I love
2: that house. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think the balance between original content and, Intellectual properties that year was was literally perfect. So what, what do you have? Killer Clowns, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yeah,
3: right. Like it you know, had something. For so good, it had right? some. It yeah. had something for everyone, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, and of course you have the icon years, like twenty, you know, twenty five, where Jack the State Show alone could definitely make yeah. you say yeah. that was my favorite year of all time. And sure, that was that was a great year too. Um. But I, I don't know there's something to say for for twenty nineteen that really I think I hold deep in my heart for sure,
1: mhm, yeah, yeah. And then having those two years, all the YouTube videos I watched that year, crying, <laughs> wishing it would yeah. come back. <laughs> oh the, the
2: the pop the pop wide music was so good too. Oh, I, guess, I still listen to that. Was going, oh yeah, every <laughs> day. It's a
1: little, it's a little <laughs>
0: crazy, that, but that scare in the Yeti house where the the Yeti's arm comes down out of nowhere. Down. Yeah. Dropped, oh yeah. man. I think it dropped me and multiple I- times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it was like and also like you walk through like Hellbilly Deluxe, you know, on your way yes. to House yes. of a Thousand Corpses. Like how yes. come on, how are you gonna have another experience like that where you have <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was awesome. Bring
0: back the dancing robot.
3: Exactly. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. I actually got to see him live at Rob Zombie. He came on stage. I didn't know that was a Rob Zombie thing. Yes, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's yeah. the guy from the Scare Zone." <laughs>
2: <laughs> the guy from yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did you uh, guys get a picture in Dracula at all?
2: Of course, yep, I got one in Dracula. Yep. Oh yeah. Good. Good. good.
1: <laughs> so, kind of to stray away from Horror Nights, um, have you been to any other Universal Parks around the world? And if so, how do they compare to Orlando? And which do you think is probably The better one and why, if you can answer that.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm biased for obvious reasons. (laughs) Um, But but I have been to the um, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood uh, Horror Nights event. Uh, I went in 2018. And I would say it's really, there's something to be said about going. And I was very fortunate that year where I was able to go to both coasts events, you know, in, in a similar year. Um, and not a lot of people have that opportunity, but if you do have that, I would highly recommend you do it because there is something to be said about, you know, where a lot of times our coasts have, share intellectual properties. They share the similar IPs. Um, and it's interesting to see how, you know, one creative and entertainment team can, you know, interpret a story and, and bring certain elements of that to life versus another coast. There, a lot of times they're completely different, you know, like in that year, when there was a stranger things house on both coasts, they were completely different, you know, but I think in really interesting ways too, because there were a lot of scenes in on one coast that I saw that I didn't see on the other coast. So I thought that was really fun. Um, and then, of course, what's interesting about Hollywood is you have if you've never been, there's an upper and lower lot, there's a lot of like different elements of, you know, you're walking through a lot of sound stages and it's a really, it's a very different park, you know? So it's a very different layout versus Universal Studios Florida, which is just a big circle, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think traveling, you know, through, I guess, a realm, if you could say, is really interesting that Hollywood has going for it, where there was one scare zone that year called the Toxic Tunnel. And it basically, like, you know, kind of brought you to another part of the park and you had to go through it. There was no way around it, you know? And oh, nice. So, yeah. And, and there was, there's sometimes where our scare zones, you know, you can kind of, you know, weave yourself in and out to, to yeah. avoid it. Uh, but at Hollywood, you can't, none of their scare zones you can avoid. Like they, they funnel you through each scare zone, which is cool.
1: Oh, dang.
3: Yeah. So you have no choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
3: Um But I think that's really neat. Um, And I think there's, you know, they, that year, they also um, brought the Universal Monsters there first. They had a Universal Monsters house before we did. So I was, you know, just in awe because they brought, you know, a lot of the monsters that are really not in the forefront to life. Like they had a whole section for the invisible man, which was so cool. And he doesn't get a lot of love a lot of times. So, um, you know, I I thought that was really neat. And, you know, every kind of monster had a a really unique, different environment. And uh, the music was really cool. Like, again, there's a lot of differences in between both parks. Uh, I mean, I, again, I love what we do in Orlando, of course, you know, and, but I think Hollywood has, um, a lot of really interesting things that we don't, we don't have. So I, I think it's a really cool. If you have the opportunity to go to both coasts, I, I would definitely check them out because, um, it's interesting.
1: Oh yeah. Awesome. Especially that layout too. Just going from flat Florida to mountains everywhere. Yeah. Luke, <laughs> Luke you were just, you were the just there. Line. Yeah. I was there two months ago. Last. Oh, yeah. actually last Very month. Yeah, different. In December. different. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I do. A- yeah,
3: but I
0: th-
1: oh, sorry. I think
3: their 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 Halloween Horror Nights event is is really awesome. So, I, if you haven't already, I would mm. highly recommend it. Um, and you know, of course, our event is amazing as well. But and of course, I I really again want to make it out sometime to Japan and Singapore because let me tell you, their brand of horror is on another level oh that God. scare that that scares that scares me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right.
0: So, yeah, that was actually going to be my follow up question, because I was going to talk about Japan, because to me, uh, and and tell me if I'm wrong, do, don't they open the mazes like all day there as well, too?
3: I'm not sure. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because I mean, again, their their content, you know, I sometimes like, just for fun, a lot of times I will go on their website during hot season, and I'll just look at what they have. And a lot of times it'll look like one of these horror movies that has haunted me for my entire (laughs) life, which was The Grudge. I will never, if if we ever, if we ever have a house that is The Grudge themed, I will not go in it. Nobody can pay me a million dollars. I will not go in it. But it looks like that, and I'm like, okay, I have to do this one year. But will I run out crying? I'm not sure. But it, it intrigues me. So. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they go really hardcore with that event, too.
0: So you heard oh, it here. Yeah. Allie will not go in that house. <laughs>
3: nope. Not. If there was one house that wouldn't go in, that would be it.
0: <laughs> All right. I feel like this next question is like asking, like, you know, which one is your favorite child? <laughs> so, oh, God. So here you go. Which one is your favorite icon and why?
3: <sighs> okay. Let me take a breath for a
1: minute. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, wow. Okay. There's, they're all, I mean, okay. This sounds like a cop-out. I'm going to be, I'm going to go into cop-out mode and then I'm going to tell you my answer at the very end. They're all awesome (laughs) you know like they're all so unique i feel like there's no wrong answer to this question like you had in the icons captured house like this past haunt uh this past halloween horror nights year, you have this throne that all of the icons would sit upon at the very end of the night and it would change every about 45 minutes and you would get a new you know icon on the throne every so often but if you look up there is a statue of jack you know loosely up there
2: oh, basically
3: God. insinuating that he no matter who's on the throne he's still the you know the the king of all the icons mm-hmm. so i would say there is something to be said about that i mean i love all of the icons you know and they're they're amazing they all have amazing backstories and and let's not forget you know the female you know icons like Chance and Storyteller and Lady Luck. Like I, you know, I definitely love them. You know, and I love love, love working with Chance. I have worked with her a couple times, and and she's oh. crazy. She's
1: awesome <laughs> in a great way, but
3: in a in a, in a fantastic way. Um, I know exactly when she's coming around the corner because I know exactly what she sounds like. Um, but Jack, I would say, is he's he's it. You know. He's the ultimate one, in my opinion, because, you know, everybody's scared of clowns in some way, shape or form. And he personifies why everybody is scared of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I
0: love it. And I and I want to say and I don't know if you were there that day, but me, me and Ash were there for when Jack and Chance came out. And it was probably one of the greatest moments of the yep. event yeah. when they were out They're there. They're a dynamic they, duo. They really yeah. are.
3: Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. I see. I, I wasn't there, but I saw so many people, you know, videos and, and photos. And I was like, dang it, I wish I was
1: out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but
3: but uh, it looked really special, you know, especially with Eddie up there, too. I mean, Eddie oh, yeah. is kind of – Eddie is an icon as well, you know. So – I think having the entire family up there was was something very special.
2: For sure. Yeah, it was it, it really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And I, I always like to maintain character integrity too, but I think Erin and James are such good performers, even better people too. So that was such a such a great moment.
3: Absolutely, you know, and they're. they're, I mean, there's. I mean, everybody that is a performer there, you know, regardless of if you're an icon, if you're a character, they all go in like they don't slow down. Like they are, they do it because they love it, you know. And oh,
0: sure, oh, you, you can tell that. You can definitely tell that.
3: Exactly, you know. So, and I also I worked with a couple of the other icons, you know, throughout the event and throughout my time uh, at Universal, and let me tell you, like. They they are they go all in. They know their backstory. They know what the director wouldn't and wouldn't say. They know mm-hmm. what the usher, you know, what his movements would and wouldn't be. Like, they take it very seriously, which, again, makes us fans, you know, really just go all in on the fact that these are just incredible characters, yeah. you yeah. know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So next question is there a property you wish that you could see at HHN? So that, that'd be the grudge, right? So next question. No, definitely not.
3: <laughs> I don't think you would catch me within like like five miles of the park, you know? <laughs> um, no, I think for I think for a while, and if you asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have said haunting of hill house. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was my, at the time when that came out, I was like, oh my gosh, as soon as I saw it, you know, and then of course binged it, you know, five or six times after that, I said, this has to be a Horror Nights house. And sure enough, that's, it it happened. And that was one of my favorite houses, I think of all time, because one, I love the IP itself and the intellectual Mm -hmm. property. But then of course, you know, the the characters and what Mike Flanagan does, you know, how he portrays grief, you know, and all through all of these different storylines. It's just, it's something to be said about, this is a sad ghost story that really hasn't been told like this before. It's mostly Mm -hmm. all in adrenaline pumping everything. You know, there's a monster chasing after you, you know, this was a slow burn. That was really just incredible to watch and was a great, you know, made a great haunted house. So I would say, you know, I don't know. I I can't say specifically if there were any properties that I would see at the event later on because who knows? They could be, (laughs) Uh, they could be coming (laughs) to the event this year or the following year. But what I will say is that the um, entertainment team has a lot to choose from now because you know there's a lot of different properties out there now in the horror genre, like. Netflix is producing them constantly, you know, and oh, yeah. so are other so are other um, production companies. So they have a lot to choose from. And I, I think it'll be really cool to see how, you know, what their choices are and how the event evolves with, you know, in the Ill- intellectual property space uh, throughout the years.
1: Cool. That, kind of to go off of that, this isn't on the questions, but is there an original idea that you would love to see come to life?
3: Oh, um, oh. I will say <laughs> that I know I will say that in, I would love to see all of the slaughter cinema uh, movies again, maybe not all of them, but like they were all so much fun. I was, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, you had your expansion with Yeti terror of the Yukon through the swamp Yeti uh, through that house that year. I'm like, let, let's do more slaughter cinema, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. let's bring more yeah, of those yes. to life, you know? Oh yeah. That's, yeah. That's that still my yeah,
1: favorite house of all time is Slaughter Cinema, for sure. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, final question we have is not Halloween Hornets related, surprisingly, but do you have oh. a favorite daytime attraction at both parks, Universal and Islands of Adventure?
3: Okay. Um, Well, you probably (laughs) would have guessed that at Universal Studios Florida, my favorite is Revenge of the Mummy. There's
2: obviously no contest. Come on. (laughs) Uh, How did you know?
3: Um, Yeah, and E.T. is a close second, of course. It's, you know, the OG. It's an awesome Mm -hmm. attraction. You have to do that. Um, And so that's USF um, and Universal Studios Florida. In Islands of Adventure, I would say that it's a toss-up between Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure and Velocicoaster. It's like, it honestly depends on the day. If I'm thinking like, I really want, you know, thrills and I'm not going to eat something for a couple of hours, probably (laughs) Velocicoaster. (laughs) If I want to have a butter beer or, you know, a fish and chips at Three Broomsticks, I'll go on Hagrid's. I'll be fine afterwards, you know? So I think it's, I think it's a toss-up depending on the day, but both of those attractions are just amazing.
1: Yeah, I don't think you, anyone can argue with that. Those two rides no, are think—they're sure. at the top of the top of the list recently, <laughs> for probably sure. for a while.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Are,
1: are you sad
0: that it's that the ride's going to be down for a little while? Wait, which one? The Mummy.
3: Oh, Revenge of the Mummy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh yes. Very <laughs> sad. Um, but I am actually going to later on this year, and again, I guess this is an exclusive for you guys too. Uh, later on this year, my sister and I are getting a tattoo of the ghostly swoosh. Oh,
2: oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Exclusive, yeah. Tim. Tweet it again. Yes, yeah, tweet it again. <laughs> I, I I'm already typing right now. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. No, breaking no, news. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding.
3: ding. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no. I, that, that's that's an important attraction for me because it was one of my first roller coasters yeah. as well. So, nice. on top of it being everything I love about Egypt, and of course the movie, you know, that was one of my rite of passage attractions. Awesome. So. I think that's something there's, you know, and plus my sister and I, every time we come to the park, like we're very close, you know, we're, about, we're about three years apart, but we're extremely close and we come to the parks together oftentimes. And that's the first thing we ride, you know, and that's we awesome. ha- And if we can ride it a couple of times, we will. So that's definitely a, you know, a top attraction for me in any theme park,
1: honestly. Oh yeah.
0: I love and that. All good choices. I love when I love and when people have like, you know, Things they have to do, like, all right, this is the first thing we always have to do when we go to this park. Yeah. I love that.
1: I love that. Yeah. All
3: That's, M- Revenge of the Mummy is it. But you know what's cool is that now, you know, they've made Sahara Traders, where the gift shop is, into a Universal Monsters, I, like, yeah. themed uh, tribute store, which is so yes. cool. I just we- went in on Friday, and it was awesome. Sweet.
0: Oh, oh, good, because wow. we're going to talk about that in a little bit, so.
3: <laughs> oh, great. Perfect.
0: <laughs> okay, so you've answered, like, the bulk of the major questions, so... Every guest that we we bring on here on the show, we like to do a rapid fire question segment as well. Um, so it's okay. basically a this or that answer. It's Just really quick. You know, you don't, there, there's no, no reasoning to anything. It's just which one. Okay.
3: Okay. So it's about yeah, ten, perfect. Okay. So it's
0: about 10 of these. So here you go. You ready?
3: Yes, I'm ready. All right.
0: First one. Favorite house.
3: Poltergeist.
0: Okay. Favorite scare zone.
3: Ooh. Vamp 85. Sweet.
0: Pizza Fries or Twisted Taters?
3: Pizza Fries.
0: Favorite horror movie? The Shining. Freddy or Jason? Freddy. Bill and Ted or Marathon of Mayhem?
3: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Can I live in a perfect world where I say both? Can I have both? Okay, sure. You can have both. Yes. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Okay. Original or IP? Uh, Original. Stay and Scream or Late Entry?
3: Uh, Stay and scream.
0: Zone or a house? House. Now, now, Allie, this is the most important one. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) We leave leave the last one because this is such a hot topic between all of us.
3: (laughs) Oh, whoa. Okay. Ready? I'm ready.
0: Crinkle cut or straight cut?
3: (sighs) Crinkle cut.
2: Oh. All right. I'm done. I got to go, guys. See you later. (laughs)
3: Oh
0: come
2: on! (laughs) That was the that was the correct answer. Uh, Thank you. We're we're very torn
0: (laughs) on this show. I I (laughs) I believe the correct answer is straight
1: cut. So. Yeah, Tim, I'm
0: still on your side. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And I know Gary's on, <laughs> on Crinkle Cut, so we are. We are so that's, we're three, so that's three to two then. Sorry, you guys. Yeah. Win this, you guys win this. <laughs> Woo! Um, all right, Allie. So we're going to, you know, not only do we do HHN, we, you know, we do discuss some of the news and stuff that's going on in, in other places. So if you're cool, if you want to hang on with us and listen to some of the news, we're going to go over. And if you have any thoughts and you can share, that'd be great too. If you can't, we totally understand. Um, yeah. but Luke and Luke and Ash are going to take us through through some of the news that is you know that's basically happened over the last couple of weeks and stuff.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right, boys. So, and let's see. And I think that's this weekend, actually. Yeah. Um, we got Mardi Gras is back this year for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I almost said twenty twenty one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it will be running February fifth, which is this Saturday, to April twenty fourth don't know what day that is um it is included with your park admission all you need is a daytime ticket the parades are back the concerts are back they have a crazy lineup this year um there is the reservation system with the parades which i think they did last year i don't know if you guys can remember
0: i no there wasn't a parade last year right
1: or the because of, previous because of you know, covid you yeah, not so. last year but i already I don't, know, I, don't know about you, I don't
0: know about you boys but i got my reservation i'm riding the float
2: ooh Ooh. nice i haven't done mine yet no
1: yeah so the reservations nice. you can apply to be on a float throw beats in the parade which is yep. daily or nightly they do it every night
2: i think it's it honestly changes, it, it starts up.
0: i don't know if, if you guys have done it but honestly it's one of my favorite things to do at universal
2: yeah i've done it before yeah it's fun
1: oh yeah it's a ton of fun you'll love it the energy is great you get to spread the awesome fun energy yes sir um mm-hmm. the music plaza stage will have concerts they got artists like Marshmello, Jason Derulo, Khalid, Khaled. noticing. Come him. On Say his name Khalid. Uh Sugar um, Ray, you can't go wrong with that.
3: Diana Ross?
0: Dude, LL yeah. Cool J,
1: come on. How can you guys not mention him? <laughs> A ton of artists I don't know if I I mean I may go see Sugar Ray. And there most of the artists, I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not cultured. <laughs> um, <laughs> they will. <laughs> Sorry. They will have authentic I'm, New Orleans. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Allie.
3: No, I'm gonna go see Seal. So, oh, very nice. Yes. Ooh. So, definitely gonna go see Seal for sure.
1: Heck yeah! And again, a free concert with your park admission—you can't go wrong. Um, yes. They're gonna have and the, authentic- and the
3: parade has a the parade has a new theme too, Planet Mardi Gras, which is gonna yep. be amazing. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Super cool.
1: Awesome. I hope there's hopefully there's new floats because I know they usually add a couple every year. Yeah, there's six new can. floats. There's six oh new, gosh. yeah.
3: There's there's six new floats, and then the other six are the traditional New Orleans um float awesome. floats. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Got to have King Gator,
3: of course. In the back, as always.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there will be authentic New Orleans style dishes all around the park. Um, they will have the Bloody Mary booth back. I'm not sure. I'm just assuming it's going to be back where they had it last year in the plaza. I don't know if you guys. Got any of them?
2: I've seen. I've not seen the booth. I'm not sure where it's located, but um, yeah. th- those were a
1: big hit. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Too, so, I'm not a fan of Bloody Marys, but I don't know about you guys. What did you try them?
2: I yeah, I tried. I tried. Um, I can't remember which one to try, but it, it was. It was. It was really nice, though. But the yeah, it was. It was a hit. So I'm glad they're bringing that back for people. I'm so. with you, Luke. Yeah. I don't. I
0: don't, yeah. I don't do tomato juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs>
1: um,
2: <laughs> but I do. I Hopefully do. I,
0: I, gonna, I was just gonna say I do love um, all of the different like food and. Drink yeah. offerings, though, like I feel like Universal, uh, Ali, this is for you, that you guys have really just <laughs> stepped up your game um, overall oh, 100%. in the last, uh, I don't know, year, year and a half, two years with, with all the food offerings and, and drink offerings, you know, especially with, you know, all the special events at HHN, Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas time. It's it, It's fantastic. I love it.
3: Yeah, the food and beverage team is like, they kill it every single event or, you know, whatever it is, they're always coming up with something new, which is super exciting. And I know for me, I will definitely be, you know, planning a day, whether it be on the concert night of Seal or another night, where I will just (laughs) be going to all the food booths and, you know, just just gorging myself. (laughs) So I, I hope you guys will join me in that.
0: Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I always need a cheat day in 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 my diet days. So. There
1: you go. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome too. Just going around the park just to see what each booth has. It's really it keeps mm-hmm. it fresh. Like if you're an it annual does. pass holder, you go there all the time. But this is it keeps it new all year round, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there's going to be Blinky Cups this year. I don't think they had. I don't remember the Mardi Gras ones, but um, I know Voodoo, <laughs> Toothsome, Pat O'Briens. They're all going to have specialty offerings during. The Mardi Gras dates. Yep. Um, they also have merch available right now. I know, I actually just got to see the store over in Islands the other day. They're nice. a cool voodoo, New Orleans yeah. style shop, uh, which is awesome. So cool And there. I got a candle. It was like a potion candle or something. I've already burned through it <laughs> in like four days. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then the tribute store is going to be opening. The Mardi Gras tribute store is a, what's the theme? It's a parade. Full warehouse. It's like warehouse?
2: a yeah, it's like a float no factory. factory, like a warehouse. No factory warehouse. Yes.
3: Yep.
1: Awesome. Yep. And I think it
2: says cool. you'll travel on like on a journey. What brings a float to life? And they'll actually have a full size float in there too. Sick. I read.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's Amazing. opening on Thursday for annual pass holders on February the third. Dang! Wow. Mm-hmm. This is all happening yeah, this did. week. <laughs> yep. It's gonna yeah, be
3: really
1: so, pretty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Go check it out, annual pass holders. You'll get a nice early access on thursday oh, yeah. everyone else d- i guess on the fourth or the fifth
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: shoot yeah it, the fourth. it
0: opens thursday for pass holders
2: yep i'm off thursday boys. that's right i'm off oh, oh you, you you know this is going to be an amazing tribute store just like normal whether it's you know christmas hhn even they did the jurassic world jurassic part one The, they're all oh, the yeah. st- effort that goes into it is just amazing they do such a good job um of this as well. But I don't know how you feel about Mardi Gras in general. I for me, it's always like, um, it is such like a fun time. It's always like, for me, like a precursor to it. Not that it comes directly after it, but it's more like a, like, like a mini HHN, if you will, and how you feel about it.
3: Yeah, no, agree. I, I have a special place in my heart for Mardi Gras because, again, it's it's a really fun, fun time, you know. And I think um, what was really cool is they, the past couple of years when they've done the tribute store, I think this was like, I think in 2020, where they did a graveyard theme tribute mm-hmm. store. That was super awesome. It brought HHN, a little bit of HHN love to the event, which was cool. Um, but you know, I, I think it's just, it's just a really fun time. Like, you know, you can grab some food, you know, grab a drink, you know, watch the parade, grab some beads, like, and also all around the park too. There's a ton of performers around the park, just, you know, just itching to get you, bring you into the good time and to have fun. So it's a really, really fun atmosphere all around. Like everybody's just having a good time and is excited about the event. So it's something, you know, it's very special.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, one I, of my I, favorites I, too is that big band that walks around or the street performers, like, just with the yeah. brass
2: band. Oh my gosh. I could just hang out and watch them for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I lo- yeah, I agree. I love Mardi Gras. But and Ali touched on this a little bit earlier as well, but we are blessed this year. Not only do we have the Mardi Gras tribute store, we also have a second you know, tribute store, for lack of a better term, dedicated to Universal Classic Monsters, located in the Sahara Traders. And this will be a temporary obviously offering just while the refurbishment happens with Revenge of the Mummy. But um, I feel like they are really capitalizing here on, I guess, the, uh, the resurgence of the Universal Monsters, if you will, because I feel like it's always had like a cult following. I know like their like, old merch always sells for, like a ton on eBay, things like that. So it's always had like a cult following, but I feel like it has taken a huge upswing just because of, we had the Universal Monsters house in 29. So that, that kind of gave it a big exposure. Now, social media is just prevalent now. So, and then just going back to their, you know, legacy of horror, which is over 90 years old. So really, really good idea to kind of capitalize on that. Um, so I know outside there's a mummy outside and there's a mummy area inside as well. We have Dracula and the Invisible Man that share an area. I think Dracula's at the top of the stairs. We also have, I think, Frankenstein's monster is underneath Um you know, underneath on the table again with The Bride and Frankenstein there. Phantom of the Opera's also got its own corner. Creature of the Bat Lagoons there. Um, and then, Ali, um, is there going to be, is there going to be like an artist, like a, a caricature in there as well that's not up yet? Is that correct?
3: Yeah, I think the, the store is going to continue to evolve in its offerings. Right. So I would definitely check back, you know. As right, understood. You know, the, yeah, kind of the weeks go on.
2: Yeah, and I think there's like the, there's photo ops that you can buy. Maybe I think the, the Franken mold's back. If you didn't get a Franken mold from last time, that is back. And also, I think you can get your fortune told by the um, fortune teller stand there as well. So pretty cool. Like I said, capitalizing on I guess what I would call a resurgence of the um, of the monsters, if you will. What I do like as well is they haven't just done a corner which you'd say, okay, that's Dracula's corner. They are literally have full-size versions of each universal monster in there, which is really cool. I think they could have got away with just doing, you know, little bits of, I guess, props that would relate to them and get away with that. But they went all out. It's very, very cool. I can't wait to check it out.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the merch in there. Ugh.
2: And what were, what, were your, what were your first, I guess, thoughts on it too? It's, it's taking over your, your stomping grounds there, Sahara Traders. What did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, I, uh, at first when I went in, I was like, okay, you know, you get the very similar vibe of Sahara Traders when you first walk in, mm-hmm. um, and then you go in a little bit deeper, and you're like, okay, wow, there's a Frankenstein on the, you know, on the operating table with the bride way back there, and, yep. you know, all of these, like, the, each monster, I think, has its own sp- specific section Uh-oh. that really yep. gives it a chance to shine. Especially like there's, uh, again, Phantom of the Opera. You don't even think of that as a universal monster. He has his own area as well. Um, So I think that's really cool that each monster has its own little unique area and and kind of set up to really give it the love that it deserves. Um, And there's also some really, you know, different and interesting merchandise in there, too. There was a there was a creature from the Black Lagoon hoodie that I saw that, of course, my husband was like, give me that. Let's pay for it now. Um, immediately. And so we bought that. And, you know, of course there's some other things in there too, but I think it'll be really cool to see, you know, how it continues to evolve in terms of its offering. So it's going to, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be open till late summer with the fact that, you know, Ridge of the Mummy will be down until then. So, um, but yeah, just always continue to check back because the merchandise team is continuing to add new things all the time, which is exciting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And like I said, capitalizing on you know, they're they're getting bigger and bigger now, which is which is funny, because I mean these are over over a, a 90 year old, you know, in terms of I think it was the 90th anniversary last year of Dracula, I believe. Yeah. Or yeah, so really coming back. And then one other thing I wanted to talk about as well, because uh, obviously it's a, it's a company you work for, and i uh, Luke works for Universal as well, but it was the Comcast fourth quarter results in relationship to the theme park. There was just they were just staggering, just amazing news for fans. All round, I know it was said it was the most profitable fourth quarter on record for the parks. And then Orlando in particular posted the best quarter in company history of any quarter. So it really just showed they are putting the customer first, um, really up in their game in terms of Mardi Gras, Christmas offerings, um, and also Epic. Uh, we've got uh, an update, should be open by summer of 2025. So as somebody who works for Universal, a fan of Universal, just all very positive good news for everybody i feel oh yeah okay awesome and then luke if you want to do the last little bit here for um another different type of haunt
1: oh yeah so we got sir henry's hang on one Silver second luke. In Lakeland. Oh,
2: luke you guys can
1: hear me right luke yeah i can hear you yeah can you hear can me luke you? yeah can yeah, you hear I can me hear
0: you you need to stop for one second Okay, okay. Your vocal lines are not coming in.
1: Oh, no. They're coming in on I my can see end. Luke's vocals. Yeah, I can see them. I can't. So
0: let's hope this goes through. Go.
1: Yeah. Sorry oh, again. All right, so we got Sir Henry's local haunt. Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. Sorry, geez. It's going to open for their Valentine's event on the 11th and 12th of February, titled Love's Revenge for Valentine's Day. Um, Both nights will run 6.30 p.m. to 11. Tickets are now on sale. I know I got my tickets. Um, I'll be going with some friends and my girlfriend. So very excited. I'll be my first time attending this event. Can't wait to see what it's all about. Um, It's a
0: fun event. You're going to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, The pricing, it was $20 excluding fees and taxes and $35 for VIP access. Again, excluding taxes. And all those good fees. There's going to be two haunted trails. The first one that was announced is called Blood Wedding. The story of a perfect couple named Sarah and Maxwell. However, that love is decimated with a shocking discovery on the day of the wedding. Sarah then rain, rains down hell in blood with an axe on the whole wedding party, including anyone that gets in her way.
2: Ooh. Cool. Yeah, I don't you know, think the good. second one's been announced yet for no, not, Sir Henry's book. Okay. yet. No, no. Yeah, but, but cool. Yeah, go check Sir Henry's out, too. Support yeah, those local we'll haunts
1: also. On that, too, because I know... I, Ash, you're going to be there, too?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah.
1: Sweet.
0: Oh, so yeah, we'll you, guys gonna, Tim, you guys are going to... I know about you. I'm not sure if I can get out to this one, but because it's only two days, so it's not really much of a window oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. But you guys will cover yeah. it. Yeah. Allie, you ever been to yeah. any of the Sir Henry's um, offerings?
3: I have not, but I've heard good things.
0: It's very good. It's, like, it's incredible yeah, for a local haunt, what they're able to put on. So...
1: That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun.
3: I love seeing yeah. that there's stuff you're around, too. That's
2: cool. Yes. Really fun, exactly. yeah.
1: Yeah, Valentine's. Ha- I've never been to a haunt when it's not around Halloween time, so this is just brand new for me. Can't wait to see.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. You're going to like it, Luke. I promise. Awesome. Well, the <laughs> car actually works
0: this- now. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You, you, missed, you missed the Christmas one with us. Yeah. Well, that brings us uh, to an end here, guys. What an episode. Yeah! Wow. Um, thank Allie, you, Allie. Yeah, Allie. Thank you for yeah. coming on and joining us. Sorry, we've had some technical issues, but hopefully, we get them squared away. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it,
3: is, it was great to talk to you guys.
0: Honestly, it's been a blast. Um, can, yeah, eyes, yeah. can I don't know if you're allowed if you want to tell people where they can find you or follow you, especially to see all of your wonderful Halloween stuff when it goes
1: up. <laughs>
3: Sure. Yeah. Um. You can follow me at Allie B U O R. That is my Twitter handle. Um. And I'll, I really put a lot of just you know a mix of uh, fun at work, but also you know some of my personal stuff, like our haunt, little you know mini haunt in front of our house during the Halloween season. I put up some updates on that channel as well for that time. So. Awesome. But yes. Uh. Yeah. Some. Uh, got a lot more to come, but, uh, that's where you can find me, but really appreciate you guys taking the time to speak with me and, uh, to just talk all things horror nights, which we all love so much. So thank you.
0: Oh, yeah. wow. thank, yeah. you. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. It's been great. All right, boys.
1: Yeah, um, time. Hey Luke, Hey Tim, where can people find us? <gasps> you can find us at the <laughs> RIP tour podcast. Is it the, Oh my God. No I'm horrible. <laughs> RIP no, the, podcast. <laughs> Not the there you at go. RIP podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you Sorry, go. Sorry, oh my gosh. No, the on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and, and t- Spotify. And, anywhere and t- you want to listen and, to this podcast.
0: And TikTok. Oh yeah. TikTok. You always forget you the TikTok. On the TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. My son takes care of that for us, which is great. <laughs> um, we we put a poll out for a new button and it looked there definitely seems to be a clear winner. So we will oh, have yeah. we will definitely have new buttons for, for the haunt season this year. Uh, we we'll gotta let make, you know make sure to get have extra, those. extra. I will. I'll, yeah. I'll order more this time so I have them <laughs> and make sure. You...
3: Can you save me a button?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I I'll even, I'll even give you one of the our our original ones. I have one for you. So.
3: Oh, thank you.
0: Uh, so you'll have two. I'll have two of them for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I love buttons. Yes. Um, I think that's it. Hopefully, we're gonna do uh, the movie of the the month club soon. Uh, History HHN four series. Um, we're continuing. That will be um, coming very soon. Um, yep. I have done yeah. the recording of that one, so uh, we'll get together for that. Uh, but other things happening. Um, again, just hey, yell at us. You know, contact us. Who who else you want on the show? Who else do you want us to talk to? Uh, we definitely have some people lined up for you, which is going to be great. It's going to be an amazing year. Uh, haunt season. You know, you know, we're getting close to to
2: to the rumor mill, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's nearly February. February's a short month. It'll be March soon, know, and then I announcements know. will be coming. Oh, my gosh. But with that, <laughs> again, thank you, Allie, for joining us. And everybody, we will
0: see you next time. Bye, guys.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.